A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And our Lord reminds us of the necessity of baptism to enter the kingdom of God, but he also reminds us in a certain way that we who have been born of water and the Spirit have entered the kingdom of God. That we've entered into relationship with him that he's accessible to us that our hearts can be united with him last weekend Archbishop Lucas gave a reflection for the priest on Saturday morning as he's done throughout this time of the COVID crisis. And he talked about visiting a mission where people didn't have access to the sacraments on a regular basis. And so he reflected on the fact that now there were priests present and there, were men, there was a bishop there in and their people were used to not having access to things like mass and confessions. And, and so the people were very excited that they got to receive sacraments. And, um, and so they had all the first communions. They had several couples who were married. At a certain point, they sort of cleared out a space so that the priests could hear their confessions. And... And what he found there was a community who very much had the faith, who very much were in relationship with our Lord despite the fact that they didn't have frequent sacraments and, and who experienced this great joy as our Lord was made present to them in that most particular way. And as he offered this reflection, he of course said, you know, he's not saying that, you know, well, look at them, you know, we don't have it as bad as they do, you know, right now. But, but what he did say that 
was moving was that maybe we need something that they have that that in this time of separation from our Lord in the Eucharist and the accessibility of the sacramental life, perhaps we could borrow from them that kind of faith that remembers that we are always in relationship with him, that he's always present to us because we have been born of water and the spirit. That kind of faith that remembers him. That kind of faith that remembers that we're never alone, but we're always alone with him. He remains the one that moves our heart. He remains the one that inspires us. He remains to be the one who is the cause of our joy. And so as we continue to move through this Easter season, this time of reflecting on the resurrection, on transformation, on, on what has happened to us in this encounter, the consequence of our Lord entering into the world, of the light entering into the darkness, let us pray that it is a time that we grow in faith. that we grow in our longing for him, that we too may experience that great joy when we're reunited with him in the sacramental life of the church. And now let us pray the prayer of spiritual communion, Lord Jesus Christ. Although I cannot now receive you in the most holy sacrament of the altar, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever, you in me and I in thee, in time 